Welcome to the Second Sun Podcast. This podcast was brought to you by Second Sun Media. Second Sun Podcast. Today we have a special guest, Emily. <laughs> Emily, how are you this morning? Oh, what a fine Saturday. What a fine Saturday. It's been great. It's been great. Really busy today, but I'm glad I'm here. Well, that's good. That's good. What, how was your week? This week was really hard. This week was really busy. Yeah. I mean, I'm also like, I'm really big on energy, as you know, and yeah. we had Full Moon and Leo. That one hit hard. Oh, the full moon was like this Wednesday. Yeah. Well, no. I think. It was, oh, yeah. I think it was like a two days ago. Thursday. Thursday. Wednesday. Something like, Something like that. Regardless, mess me up. Mess me up. And doing a lot of big projects and stuff right now. So, a lot going on. But I'd rather be busy than be stagnant. So I'm mm. okay with that. That's so true. What was your high? What? What was your high? Like, what was the highest of the your week? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> she said that threw me off. I was like, "Am I high?" <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, "How'd you know?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, there's so many highs. I think, especially when you've been so passionate about something for so long, you've been working on a project for so long, and you finally see it start to come fru- to fruition, and seeing it almost perfectly laid out piece by piece. Yeah. I feel like that was my high like finally seeing the effort the work i've done finally like be something i could be proud of so that's good yeah i know the feeling too that's yeah. really good what was your high what was my high yeah okay. um <laughs> having you on this podcast e. <laughs> i'm serious i was like uh she doesn't show up like i had a feeling usually when people cancel once that means they're gonna cancel again that's just yeah. standard yeah i was like she doesn't come i was like who am i gonna replace i mean how am i gonna replace her <laughs> and that this already happened replaceable. Once. you can never <laughs> that's why i'm here so i'm here that's good but that, that was my high for sure um my low um actually what was your low before i answer my low Ooh, you know what i feel like especially in the world of business i feel like every high is paired with a low and that's why the highs are so great because you get to experience the downfall afterwards. 100%. Um, so definitely tied to, like, what I'm doing and my project. Um, it's it's definitely been hard to figure out how to manage my time. And I feel like that's one of the biggest things that you have to learn as you grow up, you get older, all that stuff. Managing time, divvying out where I want to actually, like, use my energy, what I want to put my energy to, you know, going from having a passion project and then having to divvy passion project from work and stuff that's making me money. Right, right. That's a that's a hard balance sometimes. So that was probably my low, but figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> figured it out. So we're good. <laughs> so we're good. Yep. That's what's up. Um, well, so for any the audience, since they don't really know you, I want you to kind of tell them tell us uh, your background and like what projects you're currently working on. Yeah, well, that's a great segue. Um, <laughs> my name is Emily May. What's up, everybody? <laughs> um, I am a Sacramento native. I'm up here in Chico, about to graduate. 
I have my major in marketing and a double minor in international relations and entrepreneurship. So all things big business. And I bet you could guess what my big project is. Um, If you can't guess by now, I have launched my own social media agency. Yay! Yay, clap up. That's what's up. Yeah, it's definitely, um, it's been a long, long journey. Like, a lot of a lot of learning and finishing, but then not liking what I had, completely rebranding, setting everything up. So, it's really good to now actually feel like I'm a boss. Yeah. We love boss energy, boss woman energy, all 2022 and beyond. Yes, we love that. Exactly. So a lot of, a lot of pieces still moving, but we've got to start. Yeah. We've got to start. Eventually. Right. Exactly. Are you ready though? Like, are you? You know what? I think now that I'm about to graduate and I'm doing all this stupid adulting stuff, I feel like one of the things (laughs) that I have been struggling with is perfection always trying to be perfect always trying to make the perfect product make the perfect service pick the perfect price be that person and I think one of the things I learned now where I'm at it will never be perfect it'll never be perfect it'll never be exactly what you want it to be and even if you absolutely love what you have right now in a year from now that's your that's gonna be like your worst worst product so far so you may be happy with it now you may hate it later you may hate it now you may be ecstatic about it later so that's why i think i finally realized like you just gotta start you just gotta do it it'll never be perfect to me i'm a perfectionist i'll never i will never be able to meet my expectations because i hold them very high but I do that for a reason because if I hold myself high, then that makes everybody else around me hold myself high. That's facts, right? <laughs> That's facts. You, you gotta, you gotta give the energy you receive, and I feel like I'm someone I really try to lead by example, mm. and I also lead by example in showing people how I expect to be treated, mm. and what, what I'm willing to give, and what I'm willing to not give, what mm. I'm willing to get. Yeah. So I feel like, is it perfect? No. Am I going to? Keep working on it? Yes, absolutely. I will always be editing. I will always be working. I will always be adapting, especially in the realm of social media. Changes daily, weekly, yearly, minute by minute. It's always changing. It's always changing. So I feel like that's what I love about it the most, though, because I feel like you and I are really similar in that sense. We're like, I don't like being stagnant. I I don't like being in one place. I don't like doing the same job over and over and over again. We're not nine to five people. For people that like change and like yeah. adapting. That's true. Right. That's true. This guy, I was listening to this other podcast. This guy was like, he was talking about the same thing, just like being stagnant. He was like, if you ever, to, if you ever were to, like he realized like he was working the same job for like years and it came to a point where it was like, if he would have took a coma like January 1st and woke up like December 1st, nothing would change. Like, he'd still be with the same friends. He'd still be making the same money. Like, he was like, I don't want that anymore. I was like, dang, that's deep. (laughs) That, yeah. Wrecks the brain, dude. And I feel like like that's also a really hard thing for people in our generation to grasp. 
because I feel like, especially through COVID, it's hard not to feel stagnant 24-7 when, you know, through quarantine and doing school virtually and not having any more events, not going out. You really had to get creative. You really had to find different ways to learn and not be stagnant and continue to grow. And that was hard. That was At least for me. That was hard. That was a hard one. That was. But do you feel like you came out of it? Not that we're out of COVID yet, obviously. but absolutely not. But now that I hope, I pray, we're on the home stretch. Now that we're kind of through it, do you feel like you came out of it a better person? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I would have to say yes. I, I feel like I did just because of my willingness to adapt. I feel like everybody has that trait when COVID came, just like forced adaption. And I feel like through adaptation, it's just like that's growth within itself. You like mm-hmm. unconsciously force yourself to adapt to, you know, your surroundings and your environment just to better yourself. So I feel like I did change as a person. And I feel like I knew or I didn't know. I feel like I reached into I feel like I reached into something deeper than myself and mm-hmm. pulled out like strings of creativity or strings of like openness for me to like mm-hmm. hang out with certain people or hang out with a different certain people or a different group of people or work for a different job or, you know, just like, you know, pulling strings. And I feel like that made me grow. So totally. And I feel like it went through stages too. Like it's kind of like the stages of grief, but I call it stage COVID. Stages of COVID. Yeah, because think about it. Think about our timeline. It's been what, two years now? Mm-hmm. In the beginning of our timeline, we we felt optimistic. We felt like, you know, there it's just it's not a big deal. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. We'll go back to school. It'll be okay. Yeah. And then <coughs> and then there's a phase of mourning where at least for me, I almost mourned that part of me I felt I lost or that person I thought I was yeah. pre COVID. Because I thought I had my shit together. I yeah. thought I thought I was all that in the bag of chips and that I was ready to go and that I knew everything I needed to know. Like, I got, I, I really thought that you got pushed I had it figured out. And COVID took me for a turn and really put me in my place. It was like an ego death. Like, <laughs> it was straight up ego death. I was like, wow, like. I hold myself to all these high standards and I feel so great about myself, but now I'm having to sit alone with myself and listen to my own thoughts. And I'm not someone that was ever comfortable being alone, ever, literally ever. I feel like I've, I was always someone who, I, I crave attention, I crave community, I crave that presence from people. And so to not have that, it forced me to do a lot of self-reflection I wasn't ready for. And I think one of the things I had to reflect on the most was what actually makes me special? Like, have you ever thought about that? What makes you special? Like, what makes you stand out? Uh, I don't I mean, I feel like my presence, like, I feel like it's the same thing as yours. Like, I feel like my presence and, like, sometimes my energy, like, I don't know, dictates how things are. Absolutely, absolutely. I feel like that's also been a really interesting thing, too, because I feel like we've always been on that, like, 
energy, vibe, yeah. feel the vibe, yeah. feel it out. <laughs> but I feel like our our vibes took a took a turn, took a yeah. turn during COVID. But yeah. I feel like one of the things that's awesome, and I agree, I feel like that is your special trait. Like that is your superpowers. Like oh, literally, you. anytime you walk in a room, it's just like the energy is there. Like anytime you see anybody, it's like oh my god breath of fresh air oh, absolutely thank you. of course of course it. but it's important to to remind ourselves of that and Facts. i think that's one of the things through covid that i learned was that i do not give myself enough praise like i hold myself to all these standards and i expect a lot from myself but i never congratulate myself that's facts did you ever just sit down and be like dang i did that I know, and, like, really feel it. Like, not just, like, I did that, but, like. For yourself, because it's not about, it's not about, like, sharing your success or celebrating with other people. It's about celebrating yourself and your differences and what makes you unique and the small accomplishments you have. Like, especially, like, with my agency, too, I did a launch party, and that was really special to me, and my friends got to come, and, it, it was a great time, but I think one of the best parts is doing my own lonely self-launch and my own party. Yeah. And I literally bought a champagne bottle for myself, made myself a little treat, a little dinner, did a bath, and just congratulated myself for, like, actually making moves and trying to better myself and help my community and reach out to people who need it. Like, we don't do that enough, I feel like. No. Not at all. No, at least I don't. Right. But that's always something that we can do better. And that's the, that's what comes into, like, the adaptability, too, is, like, having to adapt to being this new person and to having to self-reflect and congratulate ourselves and maybe think about the stuff about ourselves that we don't like but changing the way that we view that that's totally a part of that too mm. there's always room always room for growth always what the progress you got going on oh what progress do i have going on yeah well what do you mean like personal or do you mean like projects do you what do you let's personal. do let's do personal first Personal progress. Yeah, like anything you feel like you've just been really kicking ass at lately. Uh, that's a good question. I um, feel like I'm interviewing you. I'm like, I, I come know. on your podcast and I'm like, <laughs> let me ask you some questions. It's the I'm entrepreneur in me. On the spot. <laughs> I can't help but antagonate people. Jesus. All right, is it just because like you feel like you've talked for a minute and you need to like have somebody else talk? Or is it? Oh, it is. It is me <laughs> knowing that if you don't talk, then I will sit here and talk okay. for hours. But that's that's the point of the podcast. I know, but I will. Okay. okay. I will ramble. <laughs> okay. okay. Either way, it's good content. I would want you to, but right. Um. Well, I've been kicking ass in. Uh. On the flies. I know you're doing your drop locker stuff, right? Yeah, okay, so I guess one thing I'm kicking ass is, in is um, just putting myself first yeah. and whatever thing I do, whether it's job locker, whether it's, like, this podcast, whether it's, like, um, I want to write a book, <laughs> too. You're yeah. writing a book? Yeah. 
Do you uh, have a name yet? Self, yes, yeah, it's like a self-help guide. It's like how to not take anything personal. I think oh, I, sick, sick. We need more books like that. Oh yes, yes. I, I think I like I have like a list of questions, probably like five or six, and like if you talk to somebody, like they will like eventually not take anything personal. They'll be like, like you're right. Like what, what am I doing? Right. So, like, well, yeah. and that's really important too, especially for people like you and I who are big on energy. I think one of the things that I had to learn too is being careful about what I give my energy to and what I let take my energy, even yeah. if it isn't granted or warranted. Like yeah. like things that used to upset me pre-COVID, like small comments or someone looking at me the wrong way or someone having an opinion about me that maybe, you know, wasn't very great. Yeah. That used to hit me and hit my energy hard and yeah. I would stoop. I would always stoop to that level and I would always take it so personally. But like through COVID, I realized not everyone deserves your energy yeah. and not everyone deserves your time. Yeah. And for me, time is money. Time, time means something. You That's can't facts. get time back. You can't, even the past 20 minutes, we can't take that back. No. So it's important to think about where you give that to. And I know personally for me, I was like, I'm not wasting my time and energy on anybody anymore. If it, if it doesn't benefit me, then, then why waste? Then it's not for me. Exactly. That's facts. Clap that up. That's facts. <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> That's facts. Well, and it's so hard to do that, too, especially when you feel like the whole world around you is, like, exploding. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, I feel like that was that mourning phase for me through COVID. It was like, how do I not feel like shit right now like how do I not <laughs> feel like the world's about to end what do I do about that and yeah. then I'm like oh wait care about yourself <laughs> yeah. focus on yourself focus on your energy and be careful with who you associate with who you talk to what you give what you do each day see I knew it was a good it was a good idea to bring you on <laughs> I am the word I'm the woman of wisdom yes woman of wisdom Emily May nice to meet you <laughs> like I just knew I was like because you you bring that like I, f I don't know you you bring that like feminine energy like that high intensity feminine energy divine feminine divine feminine energy. I was literally you want to know it's so funny is I've been I might not to cut you off I might name that the podcast <laughs> divine feminine you should you should I I was literally thinking about it earlier too I have been craving a new tattoo. I don't really? know why, but I feel like I'm in a like very transformational phase right now. Mm. And every time I'm in one of these phases, I get a tattoo. And I've been thinking about getting a back tattoo. Guess what I thought of getting today? Um, a sun. No, actually, close. I wanted to get a sun behind my ear. That was the second one. But I <laughs> wanted to get divine, divine feminine down my back. I was literally thinking That's about crazy. it today. I sketched it out. I literally wrote it in my journal, and I was like, oh, "Divine feminine on your back, like on some snake type stuff." Hell like. yeah, hell yeah, with like some like flowers and stuff. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet, <laughs> but I was like, I feel like that's what's calling you. Yeah. Well, and I feel like one of the things that I've I'm still haven't perfected yet, but I'm still working into is honing in on being feminine and being a woman and having to learn how to be a woman and appreciate divine feminine and not shy away from it because mm -hmm. I feel like typically women are women aren't supposed to tap into that 
And really? society is almost built around women changing their aura and changing their divine feminine to fit other people's needs or like That's fit facts. the energy that they need or like what we need them to be. And I feel like it wasn't until maybe a month ago where I was like, why am I so scared of being woman? Like, it's pretty badass. I'm, it's like a superpower at this point. I'm like, once you hone in on that, even div- divine masculine energy, like when you can hone in on that, not for anybody else, but for yourself yeah. and appreciate your womanhood, your manhood, like that's a superpower. Sure. And I feel like. And it's attractive. Fuck yeah. And I feel like ever since I did that, like it, my whole aura changed. Like, especially with someone who's been so into energy and, you know, I giving what I get and manifestation. We're big on that, too. I could talk about manifestation <laughs> daily. That's another episode. Daily. Another episode. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I feel like my whole aura, like, I've seen, I've seen changes in my body, like, physically, mentally, spiritually. Like, I feel like it's, like, it radiates. Yeah. And who doesn't want to radiate, like, divinity? And like eternal, eternal beauty and eternal youth. Like. Exactly. And I realized I did not mention my agency name. What is your agency name? My agency name is Tremel. Divine Video. No, close. Eternal Muse, the agency. That's fire. Eternal Didn't I just Muse. Give me chills? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eternal Muse. One, it's my initials, Emily May. Yeah. Um, oh. um, I thought that was pretty clever, I'm not going to lie. That's nice. But that was also a key part in finding my divine feminine and appreciating my womanhood is that I feel like, especially as women, we it's really hard for us in society to not compare ourselves to other people. That's facts. Not, not even just for women, for men as well. You, you're always comparing, you're always guessing you're always checking you always want to you know it's like it's like competitive energy like you always want to be the best version of yourself but you also see all these other competitors around you especially in the field of business as well as a woman um really hard not to do that but I feel like ever since I honed in on the divine feminine and really like started to appreciate it I realized that I stopped looking for someone else to be my muse and I became my own muse an eternal muse hence the name I will never have to compare myself to anybody else because I embody what I desire. I feel like that's That's so powerful. Boom. (laughs) Game changer, dude. Game changer. It is a game changer. So if for any of you ladies that's listening out there, like tap into your divine feminine energy. Right. Did you think that? Did you think that we were going to do this podcast today and talk about being a woman? <laughs> no, I, I knew it was going. <laughs> I knew it was going to have to do with something. Honestly, I knew it was going to have to do with something. But, uh, like you know, staring in that direction. But I'm glad it's it's going there because like I feel like a lot of women, or especially in society, I feel like like women really don't get like appreciated as much, especially in communities. I feel like they're they're really underrated as far as like being influential mm-hmm. under the table. I feel like it's most of the women that's buying stuff. It's most of the women that's talking to other people, spreading the word of mouth, doing the like the marketing underground. Like it's most of the women that's actually making things move. Um, and like with that being said about divine feminine energy, there's still like untapped space where women could reach to. It's mm-hmm. not. It's there's no ceiling. 
Absolutely. Well, and I think that that's the reason why I built my agency, right? Like I've always been I've always been a girl's girl. I always have been. But I feel like especially growing up comparing myself so much and like not feeling not feeling happy with who I was, it was really hard for me to be a girl's girl because I was always comparing and I was always like, oh, she's so much prettier. She's so much nicer. Like everybody loves her. And that just wasn't cutting it for me because I'm also a package deal and I feel like I'm pretty badass. And I am proud to say that. And I think that you are a badass, by the way. Thank you. And I feel like I feel like women are so scared to say that because we've been taught for so long. Don't be bold. Don't be don't be aggressive. Don't be too much. Don't be this. Don't be that. Be that. I I will be that. I encourage you guys, women <laughs> and men, be that. Just be it. It's all you gotta do. And that's why with my agency as well, I am centered around helping women entrepreneurs. And that's not to say that I would never expand, um, but there's an absolute need for support to women who are entrepreneurs who have startups or who really haven't had the same encouragement that other people have had and I know especially as a woman in business even in class like even going to school like I'll be like one of three and what, describe what is one of three one of three women in the room oh and the rest is men it's men and I mean, I think for me, since I've f- since I've found that security within myself, it really wasn't an issue. But that's the reason why I started my agency because I know that sometimes, like, that can be really, really scary. It can be really scary, and I think it puts a lot of pressure on women in the space, and they feel like they have to do everything perfect, and they have to look a certain way, be a certain way, act a certain way, talk a certain way. Not in my agency. <laughs> not in eternal muse. <laughs> not in eternal muse. And oh, I it's it's just a great feeling to feel like I'm going to help so many women find that voice. Like that's my passion. That's my purpose. Like I don't even I literally would do this for nonprofit if I didn't have to pay for school. <laughs> like I would. But that's not to say I wouldn't expand to start <laughs> <laughs> it's a start yeah you guys gotta wait on it um i'm not this probably i mean i didn't give you this as a question but it's it's kind of tangent to you know eternal music and what you're starting up but like mm-hmm. what's you know what's the play out of it what are you trying to do you're trying to like you know hire like people just to like manage social media are they going to work independent with like the clients or, or are you just running a show are they like picking up on like <laughs> what you're gonna do that's a good question you know what i mean that's a good question i so there are a couple different fields of where my agency um is targeting currently so the first one i'm doing is one-on-one coaching if you like what you hear now hit me up um but yeah i'm gonna do lifestyle coaching um entrepreneurship like business coaching um so one-on-ones like that and then i'm doing influencer marketing so 
um, you know, signing personal contracts with influencers, small influencers, big influencers, I really don't care, um, and getting them contracted deals and helping them find their own financial freedom because I feel like that's really important as a woman. We have to feel stable within ourselves, and Thanks. a piece of that is having your own bag. That's key. It's honestly key. Thanks. So that was a big part for part for me too, but I, I almost stumbled upon it because I wasn't going to do influencer marketing. I I love the influencer space. I think that it's super powerful if used correctly, but there's also um, a lot of people in that space as well. And part of the things I had to get over was feeling like I wasn't going to be able to beat the competition. And that was such an insecurity for me. And now that I'm over that, I'm like, well, okay, there's obviously something to learn here. And my first client was actually an influencer. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I stumbled upon it because she asked me, she just saw what I was doing with my social media and she was like, well, like, could you help me with mine? <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I, I probably could do that. And it's, it's been really interesting because I feel like I'm, I'm even learning from her. And it's, it's a play-by-play play for iron, us. Iron sharpens iron. Exactly, exactly. And so, like, she's also putting me in spaces where I haven't really felt comfortable before, like legalities of social media, legalities of entrepreneurship and business mm. and contracts and user rights and stuff that, you know, like, starting up, you don't really think about until you have content that you need to protect and so that's been really, really interesting. Um, but I feel like I'm, it's a great place um, to be because I definitely probably should have thought about that stuff a little bit sooner. Yeah. But, I mean, you got to start somewhere. you got to start somewhere. But the other, the other piece of my agency, of course, is B2B, so small startups, um, woman-ran businesses, um, helping them with their social media content creation. I also do um, digital media. I do web development. I do logo design. Um, so really trying to hone in on brand loyalty and make sure that we can create companies that are eternal because I feel like a lot of the time, I think the scariest part about starting a company is feeling like you're going to fail and you're going to lose it all. Not at Eternal Muse. <laughs> <laughs> Not at Eternal Muse. We have all the divine energy. Exactly. Well, and, you know, I, this is actually such a weird tangent, but have you ever been to a psychic? No. Have you? Are you about to spill right now? I went to a psychic. What'd they say? I went to a psychic, and I was really interested about it. Not that, you know. Not every psychic is going to be the same. And if you're not that person, you're not that person, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I I feel like I really took what she had to say to heart. And I feel like if it resonates with your energy, then it might be right. And I remember her telling me, she whipped out her cards and she was like, holy shit. Like, really? Yeah. Like, she was like shocked. Because I, I think I saw her when I was maybe like 18, mm. 17. You went to the same person? Yeah. Well, mm. I only went to her once. And after that, I was like, I got all I need. <laughs> but she whipped out her cards and she looked at them. She was shocked and she was like, I hope you know, you're creating generational wealth. Generational wealth. Mm. That is literally a phrase I think about daily. That's crazy. 
When was the last time a psychic ever told you that? Like Generational wealth. Like, isn't that such a humbling, amazing <laughs> feeling? I was like, well, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but alrighty. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I sure hope so. <laughs> but wouldn't that be so awesome to, like, be able to create that, not for only for yourself, but for your family, for your children, your grandchildren. Like, that's why Eternal Muse is what it is. Because I want women to feel like they have that power yeah. and you have you have that capability that energy to be able to create generational wealth and make a history make a name for yourself and that's for facts. your family like that's so important to me so that that's so good that you stand by it because i i feel like that's definitely the huge difference how you're gonna stand out because in chico or in, 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 everywhere there's a lot of social media like we both know there's a lot of social media. It's a big field. Management mm -hmm. agencies, people independent, mm -hmm. freelancers, but like people trying to start their own companies, but off of just the work alone. And it's like we all do the same things, and we all can like replicate each other's like stuff. However, like what's the brand behind it? Like exactly, what's your impact? How like what what else? Like we know what you can do, but like what else? Exactly. And then what else? <laughs> and I think I think like. I had a very humbling experience probably two years ago um, when I had the first prototype, I guess, prototype of my agency. It wasn't what it is right now whatsoever. No. I was going to do clothing. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, I don't remember that. I was going to do clothing. My company had a completely different name, completely different logo, completely different vibe. It, but... I had a conversation with um, one of the people that was working with me and they were like, what, why do you want to start your company right now? And I was like, I need money and you know, I'm going to like make so much money and I'm going to be able to like buy whatever I want and do all this stuff. It was very superficial. And I don't think I realized that until I heard myself say it like, it was all about the money for me, and that's why I never launched it. That's why I never made clothing. After that conversation, I was like, you can't start a company with that intention. You just truly can't. And especially in the field of social media, people know if you're, if you're passionate or not. They know. And if you're not passionate and if you don't care, they don't care. Why would I waste my time engaging with your stuff if you don't even like what you do? Or you, you, you're just doing it for superficial needs. And that's why I feel almost blessed to have this agency and to be able to do what I do because I've never felt more creative, more passionate about something in my life. Like the community I have, like just thinking about, it. you know, it's, you know, it'll do you good when you can think about it. And it's like, it feels it's like a filled. warm hug. Yeah, like, you know it. Like, ugh, it gives me the chills every time I think about it, every time I talk about it. Like, that is just my true purpose in life. Not that, you know, I probably won't find other tangents to go on later down the road as a woman in business. Um, but this start just means so much to me. And I've already had so many amazing women I probably never would have met. But since I've been bold enough to put my stuff on social media and start the agency i have women reach out to me daily and say i am so grateful that you talked about that today like yeah. I've, I've never heard someone talk about those things or i've never heard someone say it like that or 
never really thought of myself that way. You, you really helped me open my eyes and self-reflect and really figure out who I am and appreciate those things, and good, good and bad. And, like, even just knowing that I can make one person smile per day or one woman feel appreciated and validated, that's all I need for the rest of my life. That's it. That's it. That, that's my purpose. That's good. And it's weird to find your purpose so young, too. I know. Usually people find it later. Yeah, and I think that was one of the things that my family had to adapt to because they always knew that I was going to, you know, <laughs> it's funny. When I graduated high school, my family does this tradition where we make shirts and we kind of manifest <laughs> on our shirts. And my shirt had my baby picture on it. They that's were adorable. Bright, they were bright pink. I wish I had a picture. Why is that you guys. so funny? That's, that's, that's hard. It's literally, it was sick because it's, it was like my whole squad. There were like 30 pink shirts with my face on it. It was sick. But at the bottom, <laughs> at the bottom, in quotes, it said, most likely to become famous 2025. Because I told my parents, I was like, by the time I'm 25, I'm going to help people and I'm going to create a community and I'm going to change the world and that was literally in pictures on my graduation day everybody everybody that's 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 a lot of energy that changes you too that changes your mindset you're like yo this people believe in me like right I gotta do it for them even my brother my brother had a shirt as well um his had like a bald eagle or something I don't know he wasn't (laughs) really a cute baby so we didn't go with the baby picture (laughs) um but (laughs) being serious (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he had to go brother doesn't watch it. Oh, he knows he was an ugly baby. It wouldn't offend him. Um, sick guy though. Favorite favorite person in the whole world. But at the bottom of his shirt, it said um, President Joshua Walker, twenty thirty six, and he's Jeez. a political science major. He's um, getting his master's actually at San Diego right now. He actually got a job offer with SpaceX and um, actually interned at the White House. So he's on his way. And I honestly feel like. Those shirts are important. They make a difference. <laughs> like, those crazy. shirts actually had some energy to them. And, like, even, like, looking at all those pictures, I just laugh at it because I'm, like, most likely to become famous. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> come on. But it's good, though. It was good. It, it helped your mentality, right? Right, exactly. And I feel like, <laughs> I mean, I'm absolutely nowhere close to it now, but I feel it. And if you feel it, I feel like what it you is. are. That's what it is. Nobody can tell me differently. The universe can't tell me differently because that's how I feel. So I feel like I'd pr- that shirt probably had some magical powers in it. I don't know. I think we got it printed by an independent printer. Maybe she's maybe she's psychic. Maybe she's psychic. Maybe, maybe, maybe she's got magical psychic. powers. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Who knows? <laughs> okay, we're going to uh, switch to the next question. And after that... Um, I'm going to ask you one more question. So what am I going to ask? So I was going to ask you, what are some notes to self that you keep with you in your pocket? It could be about anything. It could be about, you know, self-love. It can be about relationships, business, health, mm-hmm. pretty much anything along that, that spectrum. Oh, you're going to make me write a book, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to make me write a book because oh, I have so many things I carry in my pocket. Uh, so, all right, maybe three. So I would say... I would say the biggest thing that I think about, there are probably three things that I think about on the daily. First one is be comfortable being uncomfortable. 
Mm. Best thing I've ever learned in my life. That's the law. Right? Exactly. And I feel like, I feel like that is just such a powerful, powerful phrase. And when I think about it, it's in those situations where I don't feel comfortable. And instantly I'm like, I think about that. I'm like, why are you scared? Like you don't have any growth if you're not uncomfortable. Uncomfortability means that it matters. Just like being scared. If you're scared, it wouldn't, it, it matters. If you're not scared, then it's, it doesn't matter. So being comfortable with being uncomfortable has probably been my superpower for the past year because this whole, this yeah. whole year has been uncomfortable. Starting an agency is uncomfortable. Going to school online is uncomfortable. Being away from friends is uncomfortable. Or being in really large, you know, settings with a ton of people after being in COVID was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So that's the ad- adaptability part where y- y- you kind of just got to move through it. Yeah. But I've grown a lot because of it. And I think the second thing, too, that I, I already kind of talked about earlier is be cautious of what you allow to attract and be cautious of the energy you give. Mm. And like I said, leading by example is the key to actually manifesting the life that you want and showing people what you deserve and showing people how they should treat you. And ever since I started doing that, people started taking me more seriously. People listen to what I have to say more. I stopped getting spoken over, which is something that, um, especially someone who, I was definitely a little more introverted when I was younger. I had a hard time speaking up, even as a woman in business. I had a hard time speaking up. But now, I deserve to be heard. and I deserve to have people listen to what I have to say because I, I've got a lot of shit to say. Yeah. And most of the time, it's for a reason. <laughs> and so now I get that respect because I showed people how to treat me. And that is so key, so key. And I feel like especially one of the things that has really hit home for me lately is it's really hard to protect your energy when you feel you're in a space that's not what you expected. Mm. Like, it's always hard to dig yourself out of the hole when you're at the bottom, right? Like, it's hard to climb back up. You can't. And I feel like one of the things that's really helped me get through that is protecting my energy and really being conscious about what I give people and what I, I allow them to see who I, I am to them mm. because those, those relationships matter. But I also think another thing that has really helped me this year, this is probably my third thing. I think my third thing is never read a, or never judge a book by its cover. And you know people say that all the time, right? Like, they literally hear it when you're, like, four years old, five years old. Yeah. So cliche, yeah. Literally so cliche. But to me lately, I feel like that's had a different meaning. And it comes in a lot of different forms. Like, I feel the key to that, the part to that that was missing for me before, I always said, I always told people, I was like, I think one of the greatest things about me is that I never judge a book by its cover. But then... I would notice that I'm doing things subconsciously that I was trained to think mm. through society. Exactly. And so having to do that self-reflection piece and have those tough conversations with myself and think about what I'm talking about or the energy I'm giving off or who who is around me, that, that was a game changer. Like, yeah. 
I now can confidently say I don't judge a book by its cover. But before, now I look back and I've done that self-reflection piece. There's so many subconscious parts of your brain that nobody ever wants to tackle. Nobody ever wants to talk about. Because we don't want to be that person. We don't want to be someone that is judgmental or insecure or, you know, all those things. But sometimes, especially where you grew up, your environment, your family life, your friends, your school, all these things have an impact on that, right? And what you're used to and what you're not used to. And I feel like it's a whole circle going back to being comfortable being uncomfortable because I think the reason why I'm so confident in saying I don't judge a book by its cover now is because I can go, I can be uncomfortable, I can be with different people in yeah. a different environment in a different state at a different time and i still feel okay about it and mm. i still feel calm collected comfortable because I, I don't have that subconscious judgment anymore of people and i i allow people to show me the energy they want to give me mm. as the same i would do leading by example i i show them who i am i don't mm. need them to assume and i feel like key to life it's the key to life Keto life. Those are my those are my those pockets. Are my my three pocket moments. Yeah. That's very Savings. good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have? Thank you. We gotta cut that up. <laughs> that, that was really good. What would you I, say are I your three that. pocket things? Uh, my three pocket things. Oh Jesus. Uh, I I mean I have I have like a lot of things. Uh, one is to probably just have a high standard for yourself mm-hmm. um that goes along with just like getting out getting out of the way of your own thinking and knowing that like you're you're really much valuable um than you think you are mm-hmm. um it's, it's kind of similar to the second one which is like um know your worth and like you know charge double mm-hmm. oh. like you gotta know your worth and then once you know say it, that again know your, <laughs> know your worth and then charge double Charged double. Charged double. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts, though. Like Divine masculine, man. Div- That's what it is. Divine masculine energy, boys. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, those are, those are, you know, what I've been on. Good. I like that. Thank you. I feel like we're always on the same page. I know. I you do. You always get the vibe. I know. I feel like we we we've always been on the same page. We just never like I don't know, we've never had a lot of conversations about it. Yeah, know. I feel like well, I feel like especially too when you are someone who holds your energy and yourself really highly, sometimes you don't got to have those conversations. Like I feel like mm. we never talked about it, but we just knew. Mm, Cuz it, cuz it's it's an aura, it's an energy yeah. it radiates. Yeah. That's what I was saying earlier. Like you walk in the room and like people know about it. Yeah. And so I feel like we've always just been like coexisting, like uh-huh. like just yeah. we like get each other, but we don't even have to talk about it. But mm. now we talked about it. I feel like I like that. I like that. It makes sense. It makes sense. I like that. That's good. Um, who should I interview next? Ooh, <gasps> oh my God! I have someone that you would actually <laughs> really, really love. Um, yeah. one of my really, really dope homies. His name is Owen Neepsy. He actually has a clothing brand called Anemone. Look it up; it's pretty sick. Um, really high quality too. If you're wondering, I should have worn his jacket. Gosh darn! Uh, didn't think about it. Promotion. Uh, right. I'll show you jacket later. 
but he is uh, he, uh, he is just such a chill chill guy and really? i feel like there's a lot to learn from him that i still learn to this day and i feel like he is just one of those people that just radiates good energy and loves others is a compassionate person a great person puts a lot of passion and time and work and energy into his project and into anemone clothing and like it's uh, you're gonna have to look him up like even like it's just sick sick stuff like really cool stuff and i feel like he's one of those people too that you you just absolutely love he's vibes oh he's big vibes he's big vibes he's always he's always the happiest man in the room He's always got some good stuff to say. So, I love that. yeah, I'm definitely gonna reach out to him and let him know. I don't know if you're seeing this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get your. I mean, his info from you after this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah he would love that. That was, that's good. Well, I think that's a wrap. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Second Son podcast. Uh, remember uh, to like and subscribe. Um, whoever's viewing, if you're watching, like I know you're watching, so. <laughs> Make sure I like you forgot like, you guys were there. Hey guys. Make sure you, <laughs> make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. And also uh, shout out to Eternal Muse. Uh, Muse, make sure you uh, follow her and also follow her or if you want, like your personal Instagram. Yeah, handle. my personal, all my socials actually are I'm Emily May. So find me there. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That's, that's, that's really lit. And um, before we leave, uh, Emily, can you please close us out with a few words of wisdom? You already spit like a lot of wisdom. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like people are tired of hearing my wisdom. <laughs> um, ooh, what do I want the world to know today? Hmm, why is this the one question that I didn't think about? Um, I would say make sure that you use your time wisely, and when I say that. Use every single minute of every single day with a purpose and with a passion and with a goal in mind with, you know, something you want to change or something you want to do, do it. And be confident in the time that you use and in the way you use your time. I feel like once you do that, life becomes a lot more beautiful. Well said, Emily. (laughs) Well said. I love that. There you have it, folks. Um, uh, let's tune in for the next episode of the Second Son Podcast. Um, hopefully with Owen. If that, if that's his yes, name, Owen. yes, Owen. <laughs> and we'll catch up with you guys soon. Peace. <laughs>